At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. What's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday. Welcome in to Follow the Money, live from downtown Las Vegas, the Circa Resort and Casino. Filling in for the guys, Mitch and Polly, getting some well-deserved vacation time yep, in. Well-deserved. The Super Bowl champ, Sean King. I'm Stormy Tony. Happy to be with you today. Got a, got a great show on tap. I know we didn't have any sports yesterday, but we did have the ESPYs. Did you watch any? Uh, not a second. Not a second. No, I didn't even watch the clips <laughs> no after the ESPYs. Really? I didn't. See, that's I watched a little bit of the beginning because I wanted to see how Steph Curry was going to do in the hosting role. Right. He like actually pulled a couple jabs out. I was surprised. Well, someone wrote it for him and he read it. So I mean, I know he but did go to Davidson, which is you know like, these NBA players be sensitive. Yeah, you're right. But one of the the jabs he did was LeBron. He said um, LeBron hosted this award show back in 2007, but that was after he lost the final. So that, you know, this feels better. Like, yeah, the ESPYS has lost all the luster, at least as far as I'm concerned. I, I like have it. no interest in. I honestly it. like it for um, the Jimmy V Foundation stuff. Like I always love the the cancer research part of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everything else is kind of. It yeah. lost. It's lost the fun in a lot of yeah, ways. My it used to be like Dick must Vitale, watch. My good friend Dick Vitale does this event every year. Yeah, and, and you know we go, so we get to like participate. You know, in in, in helping eradicate and, and hopefully, hopefully eradicate. You know that terrible disease. So 
But but I can't I can't waste any any of my life watching the SBC. He spoke no no prompter, um, just went from the heart. It was it was really really well, great from what I good saw. Good for yeah, Steph. So a great sure. guy. I like I like anytime something good happens to Steph, I like it. He's a good dude. He's a He's feeling good, too, obviously. Um, while we're on the NBA, though, it makes sense to get into some of the news and notes that have come over the last 24 hours, starting with James Harden signing that extension with the 76ers. So it's going to be a uh, two-year $68.6 million deal, includes that player option. So taking about a $14.5 million cut, had he have taken that original deal do you think that this is this is James Harden playing nice guy so that the team I, can I just get the think pieces? It's How like, do you view uh, it? What a time to be alive! I mean, and <laughs> play in the NBA. I mean, two years, basically seventy million is a pay cut. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, normally a pay cut means you know I'm, I'm out of the, the double digit per year numbers. Like, okay, I'm making seven or eight. Now, nah, what I mean, thirty five is like a compromise. Okay, cool. <laughs> Wait, he said, "This is how much I want to win." Right? It's uh. It's I, easier it to funny. do it when you're taking, so what would it be, when you're taking 34 instead of 41 a year? Like, it's it's kind of, I'm not really giving any credit for that. Well, he said that it was because he wanted the team to be able to get certain pieces. I do really like what the 76ers have done so far in this offseason, getting P.J. Tucker, getting Daniel House, uh, the, the draft night trade for DeAnthony Melton. I, they're doing good things. Do you think that the 76ers have a, a bright year ahead? I like the 76ers from a talent standpoint. I still think outside of when he got a ready-made team with Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Doc Rivers has still been unable to create a championship culture. If you look at Golden State and why they win, it's because their guys buy in. They do the little things, specifically on a defensive end, you know, from an effort standpoint. When you look at Boston and what I can never pronounce Coach Inmay's last name. Udoka. Udoka, right. <laughs> they bought in. They played the game the right way. I've never seen Doc's teams do that, all the way back from the Clippers. And that's the issue with this 76ers team. It's not a lack of talent. But what kind of effort are we going to get from from James Harden, from Tobias Harris, you know, from these guys? Like, so is this another in instance where in the offseason we're feeling all excited about this team and then come the regular season it just doesn't work out again because well, of that, because of that mentality and hard work issue? Well, well it'll be up to them, Stormy. You know, we won't know that until um, – but they got to prove to me that they're willing to play hard. Like when things aren't going right, they get emotionally hijacked. You know, how many times do you see – you know, hard and not hustle back down the court or not get on the floor for a loose ball. You know, how many times if Tobias isn't involved on offense, does he look, you know, like he would rather be anywhere else in the world and on the basketball court? Like Joel Embiid, is is he going to be willing to go on the block and actually be a big man as opposed to, you know, wanting to play like a quasi-Luka Doncic role up there at the top, you know, the key. So, like, the, the talent is there, but, you know, again, I, I, I still don't know if, if Doc's able to get the culture right to win a title. Did you see any of the Lakers news that came out yesterday with David McMenamin of ESPN? Is this like the, the three-way that, that <laughs> not the, the three not stars the, got on? Is this something different? This is something different. <laughs> okay, I want to miss this. So I thought this was interesting coming off of that other report about their, <laughs> we're going to call it a conference call. We're not going to call it a three-way. Well, isn't that what it's called on the phone? <laughs> three-way? Sure. Yeah, but in that, like, I'm old school, so like call waiting. It just sounds a, a little thing. bit sketchy, oh, if you know what I'm saying. Well, it depends on your age. 
Okay. Anyways, okay, yeah. here is the the quote though from David Gunnman on LeBron James' interest in the Lakers keeping Russell Westbrook. He said it's pretty darn clear that LeBron has seen enough and he has no interest in going into another year with Russ as his teammate. Again, the thing with me and Russ and the Lakers is if not Russ, then who? I I think the talent that Russ has is something that the Lakers need. I think how does so that talent how does have, that talent fit is the issue. They have interest in Eric Gordon and Buddy Heal. They always have interest in Buddy Heal. We hear that we've heard <laughs> that name for like the last since LeBron got to the Lakers, point. Buddy Heal's name has come. It's a lot of teams that were like Buddy Hill, but but I I ask like I have a lot of friends that are big Lakers fans. Like, okay, you guys want to get rid of Russell Westbrook, but where's the better option that's currently on the roster? Like, it's almost like every year in the offseason, the NBA wants to do whatever it takes to make things work in the Lakers' favor. Like, where are you sending Russell Westbrook and get something better back? It's just I don't know. It, things just haven't worked with them. The, and, the, and there was such high expectations for them last year coming in. And I know all of your comments yesterday about Anthony Davis and a lot of yeah, it's more so on him and his injuries. But, you know, it's interesting. I heard a story in a report. I don't know how factual it is, you know, but uh, it does come from a credible source that Russell and his agent parted ways because new Lakers coach Darvin Ham had come up with a very defensive centric role for Russell Westbrook, and the agent was in favor of Russ embracing this role, and I guess Russ wasn't. Mm. But to me, it's just, I think that's a great idea, you know, because he still is athletic. He can cause havoc on the defensive end for opposing teams. So the talent with Russ is undeniable. It's just the fit. Okay, we'll see how things ultimately play out. Lakers 11-1 to shot in this year's NBA Finals uh, title odds. We, that's, we're not going to get into a ton of NBA throughout the course of the day, but that was the big news. Um, we will have plenty of baseball with the MLB returning today. Six games on the slate, a couple of doubleheaders. We'll dive into some of those games later. Plenty of college football. Um, Dennis Dodd, national college football writer for CBS Sports, likely to join us, as will Bobby Carpenter, former Ohio State and NFL linebacker. Um, Ed Wade, former Astros and Phillies general manager, he's going to kick off hour two with us. So we will get all those Juan Soto questions, hopefully answered with Ed. And then at the end of the show, the man, the myth, the legend, Nigel Seeley, okay. in studio with nice, us nice. at Circa. He's hosting a special Q&A seminar tomorrow. So excited to get the lowdown on all things soccer with him. You said you wish that MLS and soccer would take over the day yesterday. Maybe he can give us some insight. It'll be a very informative segment for me because uh, I'm still in kind of the Landon Donovan soccer age, so I have not fast-forwarded. So it'd be good to hear like some of the new up-and-coming you know, potential superstars, especially as we get closer to World Cup, which Absolutely. is, I think, a little bit later this year. Yeah, I need the lowdown for sure. Um, speaking of up-and-coming stars, we talked a lot about Trey Lance yesterday. Is he or is in T um, going into this year? But more news yesterday that reportedly 49ers have given Jimmy G and Jimmy G's agent permission to seek a trade. My initial reaction, Sean, was just, duh. Like, what have we been doing here? Isn't that obvious? Is this just another attempt to kind of stoke the fire and see if this can reinvigorate interest? I don't think so. I think, uh, at least in this particular case with with Jimmy, it was all about him getting cleared from a a medical standpoint. Because, again, as as I mentioned on the show yesterday, you know, his tenure with the Niners looks like it's coming to an end for one reason, his inability to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And so he was coming off a shoulder surgery that he had after the season. He's just been cleared to throw. 
So now if a potential trade partner wanted him to come and work out at their facility and, you know, just kind of gauge, you know, with their own eyes, you know, where he is from a health standpoint, you know, he's able to do that. Uh, I don't really have a destination or landing spot that's going to be willing to pay him. I think the big thing with Jimmy is, you know, unlike Baker, I don't feel like he thinks he should be on like a one-year prove-it deal. Yeah. I think he would like to go somewhere where they are bringing him in as their starting quarterback over the next five, six years, and that would come with a contract extension. Yeah, he's owed $24.2 million in base salary right now. Um, like, do they just release him is another question. Speaking to that durability, 31 years old as a starter, just two seasons where he's been active more than six games. In addition to the shoulder surgery, he also had the thumb issues that hampered him big time last season late in the year. So uh, it just stinks. Like, I am I am such a 49ers fan. I hate all of this back and forth. I would like things to have worked out better with him because he has taken the 49ers to a Super Bowl appearance, two NFC championships, and it just hasn't worked out. Yeah, you know, you have to be available. Yeah, the you best. <laughs> The best ability is the talent, the talent is there in, in, in glimpses. And uh, he's proven that when surrounded with the right pieces, that he can be a playoff, you know, caliber quarterback. You know, well, he played a great first half in the Super Bowl contest against Kansas City. But, you know, he's just, for whatever reason, whether he, he's fragile or just unlucky, you know, it, it's hard to say I'm going to pay a quarterback $35, 40000000 million a year that hadn't proven to be able to be available for a full season. Like, if he does go somewhere, is he going to be a backup? I don't know. I mean, be a great backup to have, but TBD, yeah. this first hour of Follow the Money ex- presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Might get into a little bit more of that Jimmy G conversation later. I, I'm trying to think of some potential landing spots for him. Maybe it is Houston, maybe it is Cleveland. Um, we'll see. But when we come back here on the program, win some, lose some. Okay. One sporting event to talk about yesterday, but a lot of videos. So don't go anywhere. More follow the money on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Chicago Sky fans rejoice as we kick off this win some, lose some today. The only real action last night was the WNBA and the Chicago Sky get a win and cover against the Seattle Storm as three-point favorites, 78-74, your final. The over comes home as well, 161.5. The Sky, by the way, I don't know how much WNBA you follow, Sean. I know you're a big fan. Uh, First team to clinch a playoff spot in the 2022 WNBA. Okay, I feel like the league is very competitive this year. I keep saying I'm going to go to a Las Vegas Aces game. I need to actually do that because it does look like there's a lot of energy in the arena and the games are competitive, at least when I you know, get a chance to see the scores. Absolutely. Sky on a five-game win streak and those Aces that you mentioned are the favorites to win the WNBA title, but the Sky not far behind. So Aces plus 140, Sky around plus 160. Let's get to the videos, though. <laughs> Shall we win some Okay, apparently we got a dog video here, as per usual, (laughs) jumping through the field. Those are some big ups, my friend. Our radio and podcast friends, there's just a dog leaping sporadically through a field here. I don't really know how else to describe that. It's like a little kangaroo. I mean, he's actually athletic. I mean, mean, his vertical looks good. You know, uh, his broad jump has to be exceptional. You know, I hope he doesn't get tired. This is a lot of what is that corn? I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's it a lot wheat. of whatever that is. Wheat. I yeah, it's, it's a lot wheat. of it out there. You know, you can fella could get lost. He doesn't look like he's getting tired though. Like that's an amazing thing about dogs. I feel like they can go and go and go. Then they pass out for a little while and then they're just right back. Oh, they sleep so funny. <laughs> they they run in their sleep. I wonder is he looking for something? Like is he trying to to find rodents or is this just like his? 
don't know. What he does for recreation every day. I feel like maybe he's just like, this grass is too high. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> Anyways, moving along here. House of Dragon. I didn't know much about this, but apparently the HBO, uh, after HBO spent years searching to find the ideal successor series to GOT Game of Thrones, they mm -hmm. came up with House of Dragon. Um, and you said this is going to be based on like the Targaryen yes. side of the story. That's so sick. It is. And it's quasi interesting. I would have rather picked up with where the main characters from Game of Thrones are now. Like, where is Arya, like, actually going on that boat? You know, where does did the dragon, did they ever find the dragon? Like, what does, you know, Westeros look like, you know, post uh, You're Lannister? You're really into Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, man, I, I never missed the episode. Like, Sunday night, that was the thing, like... So I love I love the show as well. My memory just like isn't there like that that you can remember that last episode oh, where everybody went in detail. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch it. What is Jon Snow doing right now? Like probably so dying many, again, right. coming back to the yeah, life. Like, so I, I mean, but I, I get it. Uh, I get it. I don't know how interested I am in the Targaryen because I felt like over the course of Game of Thrones, we we kind of got enough glimpses to, to actually know. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. HBO doesn't really do a lot of things that are bad. But, like, the thing that I always loved about Game of Thrones in general is just the way that they had no fear in killing off characters. Yeah. The Red Wedding, the finale of season one. I mean, sorry, I don't mean the spoilers Well, yeah, spoilers if you haven't anybody, seen it by now, I mean, shame on you. Yeah, Ned Stark dies in last episode of season one. I wasn't going to say it. Well, I mean, I mean, Game of Thrones, I mean, come on. People, no, absolutely. But yeah. I, I love it. I think they just do next Phenomenal, job, so phenomenal sure show. I didn't like the last season. You know, uh, just thought they rushed it, and I feel like it was something that special. I don't, don't really care what, the why. It's just you should be the mother of dragons for Halloween. Let's let's arrange that, Dustin. Right, let's maybe, see what can, we can do. Can I be the father I of dragons? I think you No, I want the long blonde wig. I want the whole shebang. Uh, let's move along here. Speaking of crazy creatures, the Carolina Panthers have a new helmet, and I love these. They've had the black uniforms forever. It's about time they had a black helmet. I mean, a panther is black to begin with. It just makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't like it? I, I, I'm not. I'm neither here nor there. I just. I mean, the the, the uniform thing has, has run its course, in my opinion. Like, I'm just back to. I just want to see the traditional ones. Like, I feel Unless like. Unless you're I, the Oregon Ducks. I mean, even Oregon. I like that they always have something different. Yeah. It's become their thing. And, and I get it. And they started it. So, like, they were the team that like made this you know, a cool thing, like forced everyone else's hand, you know, into having all these alternate, you know, uniforms. So, hey, if people like the helmet, cool. I like that they did the black, the Bengals doing the white. I think it's nice. And how about the Giants throwbacks, okay? If you like original, how about that? Okay. Yeah. We can't win with you today, Sean. You don't like the new school. You don't like the old school. What am I supposed to do with you here? Uh no, I don't dislike it at all. I just, when I saw this picture initially, I saw it last night, it came across my feet some kind of way. It just looked like the Giants to me. All right. Outside well, of the helmet. Okay. All right. Whatever. Yeah, because it got the full Giants on it instead it's of the, the NY, right? It's like, this is the LT Day helmet. Maybe they should bring LT back. Are you ready for the best win some of them all? Absolutely. The, the grand finale of win some. Happy birthday to our associate producer, Dan Miller. Oh. Yes. In the house. It's really my dog you. birthday. It's my dog birthday. <laughs> oh, and look at the pictures of the little one. Where's Teeth? <laughs>
All them teeth, but no toothbrush. Have you ever uh, I know, right? <laughs> no, love that. Love you, Dan. We got to work really on this ball security everything. a little bit. I How do like the safety, cute. though. The knee pads were smart at that age. Yes, the roller skates yes. is a must win. Love the childhood picks. Our radio and podcast friends, make sure that you're checking out the VEASAN YouTube page. Happy birthday, so that you Dan. can see all the That's videos. Time, man. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Okay, time for Lose Some. This one, I... I had to get on your radar because okay. after you were ranting and raving about Kentucky football and Will Levis, oh um, it's just, it's ridiculous. Um, let's let's get into this because we, we talked about all these lose some with the MLB All-Star game yesterday, but Will Levis out here drinking mayonnaise in his coffee. Well, I always, I'm an optimist, so I try and look at the positive and everything. I love the suit. Will so Levis, he looks sharp. Let's hear this guy. Of Kentucky, and I have been known to put mayonnaise in my coffee sometimes. I mean, after seeing this, I didn't know how to feel about my pick. Because he literally it's put... It's not just a little bit, oh, yeah. either. It's like the full... <sighs> it's still chunky. Yeah, I just couldn't see a scenario where that tastes good. Like, have you ever put coffee creamer in that's a little bit old yeah and you're like questioning yeah. it. that's all that reminds me of it's absolutely gross and i know he did this during the season like this isn't new this is something that this kid does like normally my my friend sec network reporter Alyssa lang like did this on air i ate so you know how he ate the banana uh, last year right right on my on my show my guys in the desert i ate a banana like that talking about Will Levis. Is banana like... Ate the peel. Oh, the, yeah, the whole? The peel, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It actually wasn't that bad. A little crunchy. This, however, is next level, and I will not be doing that whatsoever. All right, next one, Lusum. What's happening here? All right, we have a proposal happening. First of all, he has on cargo shorts. That's the first On the no beach. No. Oh! oh the, the cameraman bit it. Their friend trying to get a picture of the romantic oh, moment. Oh, he can't get up. It's a woman, isn't it? Oh, she can't get up. Yeah. Oh, no. She tripped over one rock, tripped over oh. a second. <laughs> oh, no. A third fall. Stop. And he had to get down on his knee twice. Nobody helps her either. So, They're like, this is our moment. First of all, like he's really committed to this because it's like they don't even see her. Like, they didn't try and help her up. Like, it's like. I'm crying. What? And then watch when she gets back up and falls again. Like the third fall is really okay. The now kicker. they look and okay. She's like okay. Now do, they go back no, to each other. I think she said, "Get back down. I'm gonna take another picture." Oh <laughs> my goodness! Totally collapses. Yikes. Um. Okay. Wow. Um, just can't find good help these days. N- note to self: Just like don't have a cameraman when you're getting proposed. Just mind your own business. Do it between the two of you, so you don't have. So to here's worry what I'm getting: If ruined. she's the cameraman, then who's filming this? <laughs> Is this TMZ? Is this paparazzi? They wanted to have the the photos and the video, I'm assuming. I don't know. Okay, last lose some here. Did you see this? I'm disappointed in this, but it's very Mario Cristobal. Um, They're retiring the turnover chain in Miami. Said it's not part of our culture. I 100% agree with this. Yeah. I just feel like the turnover chain is just like the... Uniform combinations, like it's 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 run its course. Well, and so many schools took over the idea of it. I like the reward and like getting right. guys hyped up for having a big play or a big moment. Was it Miami like that started it? Yeah. it? Okay, yeah. So again, who has the turnover plank? Like, I mean, our teams have Mardi Gras balls, like the the, the necklaces. <laughs> like they come up with all kind of stuff. Axes. I saw one. Was it Tennessee yeah. who was dunking a basketball? 
on the sideline. Like, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I think Cincinnati does that too. Yeah. Um, Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book, where you can claim 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250 match. I like some of that stuff in college sports. I think it makes it fun. It reminds you that it is college sports and these are kids and they're having a good time. But as a college but coach, I understand. My job's on the line. Somebody else's, it's somebody else's culture, right? That's not That's Mario true. Cristobal's. And uh, I don't know if you've ever met Mario, but he's a have. very stern character. He is. Doesn't so, laugh a lot. Does not laugh a lot. We do, though. So we will continue that role in here on Follow the Money when we come back get into Major League Baseball. Six games coming up today as we kick off the second half. The Sports Betting Network. This weekend, root, root, root for your favorite Philadelphia and Chicago players with Bet Rivers Online Line Sportsbook. Do it. Uh, during this weekend's Philadelphia Chicago series, you bet on any player to hit, a home run, uh, to hit a home run and you get the stake back if the player records a hit. Plus, every Saturday, bet $25 on a baseball same game parlay to get a free $10 Bet Rivers bet. Visit betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook app for all the latest baseball odds, promotions, and boost hit a home run with bet rivers this weekend it's a whole new game and i feel like i hit a home run just hearing those musical stylings from you john that was beautiful i'm surprised you haven't sang it all in these commercial breaks yet i'm missing it yeah it's early like so i'm trying to adapt my vocals okay in the morning I actually, something I really like about doing a show early in the morning is my voice is deeper. Is it? This is good for me. Right. I'm really, I've, I've been working on it, y'all. This is nice. So normally, <laughs> like, I have, like, a song of the day by the time I get to the nightcap. And, like, I sing that in all the breaks. Okay. So, like, I'm, I, my, my schedule, I'm still adjusting. All right. We'll, we'll right. try to get you, get it get it on and pop in here gotcha. soon. I need some songs. I need all the right. musical stylings of Sean King. Uh, we have six games coming up in tonight's Major League Baseball slate, the second half. Finally getting underway. Uh, I know that the All-Star break was short, but it just felt very long with the lack of athletic opportunities for us to bet on here the last few days. So pair of double headers today. I will say one of them is going to be far more interesting than the other. Yankees, <laughs> Astros, as well as Tigers and A's. What's your philosophy just in general on double headers? Like, do, do you bet game one? Do you stay away from them all together? How do you view it? I don't have like an overall philosophy with double headers. You know, uh, I, I play baseball kind of based on pitching matchups, bullpen matchups, and streaks. So, like, when teams get on a, a streak and, you know, they're seeing the ball good, you know, they're getting clutch hits, you know, it's good to back them, especially if it's a, a team where you can get value, you know, as a, in an underdog role. And then trying to find situations where you get a quality pitcher at a reasonable price, you know. So, let's say Dylan Cease is going up against, you know, Gonsolin in an in a inner league game or something, you know, where you would get C's at a much better price than you normally would, you know, for trying to find those kind of situations. So if you, like, would you be more apt to bet on a team in the second half of a doubleheader if they lost game one? Is that ever something that comes in your thought process? Or, like, do you wait until game one is over to make that bet, even if you know the pitching matchup ahead of time? So for me, it would be usage. 
you know, uh, when did they play prior to this doubleheader? Like how much, you know, was the bullpen used? There are going to be certain guys not available. Maybe the other team didn't get deep into their bullpen. So I know, you know, they have fresh arms. Like a lot goes into it. It's probably just not a blind. They lost the first game of the doubleheader. They're going to win the second one. Okay. Um, well, let's take a look at Yankees-Astros a little bit here. The first game beginning at 10-10 Pacific, one Eastern at Minute Maid Park, two teams that are really in the midst of potentially special seasons. That said, the Astros did dominate that four-game series at Yankee Stadium last month. They could have swept, if not for a pair of Aaron Judge, very timely hits, which he tends to do, and he's risen to the occasion in a lot of big moments. But Houston won three of the five against New York so far this year. New York yet to have a pitcher named yet. Houston, Christian Javier on the mound. Um, It's tough. I, I thought I, uh, that... Jamison Taylor was going. Tyone. Tyone. Did you yeah. see that? I was looking for Against um, Javier. the starter listed, and yeah, I wasn't I seeing it on ESPN. I think that's in the uh, in the first game of the double. I hit. love Jamison Tyone. Yeah, I know. So that would uh, be great. Astros get Alvarez back in the lineup from a report that I saw. So, so that's a big boost. You know, I think the Yankees are a better team. I think they play to a higher standard, game in and game out, than the Astros. So, getting the Yankees at this small price, you know, if I was going to bet the game, I would lay the price. That's one of those that's one of those things for me with New York this year. Anytime essentially that you can find a decent price where they're minus one thirty five or lower, like right. you're just I just bet it because their ROI has been so high throughout the course of the year. They have the best record in baseball. Um sixty four wins to lead the AL East by thirteen games. It's hard to bet against them. Why would you want to? That's true. And some people probably look at it the opposite way. And uh I know the DraftKings graphic says that the Astros Right, well, the Astros are actually the favorite, so you get the Yankees as an underdog, which which is, you know, not often that that happens. You know, especially with Tyone, if he's pitching, sitting there at ten and two on the year, I mean, he's found a way to get it done. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I haven't really okay. made a decision today as of yet. I kind of want to wait on some things. You know, make sure. You know, the right guys are in the lineup coming off an of all-star and all that stuff. That's the tough thing about doing yeah. these shows early in the morning before you know all of the information coming out of it. But um, two really, really good teams. These two could very well be playing for the ALCS in a couple months here. So excited to see where that goes. Tigers A's. I have no interest in getting involved in either of these games where things set right now, but we do have those pitching matchups. It's going to be Tariq Skubal um, and Zach Logue in game one and Garrett Hill versus Frankie Montas game two. So you see that flip of the switch where the A's are the underdog in game one against the Tigers and then a heavier favorite around minus 165 in the second game of the double hitter later tonight at 7 Eastern. Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of people are probably going to buy into Tariq and uh, the strikeout prop. I mean, he's he's been a guy that you know has gotten a lot of swing and misses, you know, this year the Tigers pitcher. Uh, so we'll see. I haven't. Do we have the uh, some of the, the props available? Maybe we can look at them later in the show. But uh, I know a lot of people like to back Tariq when he's on the mound to go over his strikeout prop. Okay, yeah. Let's look at some of those numbers a little bit later. Uh, one game I I am planning to bet tonight is the night game. Okay. In the West, Ooh, Giants, Giants Dodgers. Dodgers. I really think the Giants could be a good live dog here. Plus 130. It's a 7 p.m. local time first pitch. But the opener of a four-game series at Dodger Stadium where we just saw the all-star festivities taking place. Giants lead this series 3-2. They were swept in a two-game set in May in L.A. The Dodgers have won a lot of games lately. I know they went into the all-star break very hot, won 11 of their last 12. But the Giants today, uh, Carlos Rodon, my guy, against Mitch White, who seems to be 
maybe declining a little bit. Redon, so this is my only thing that drew me away and made me a little bit hesitant. Redon was supposed to play in the All-Star game, didn't because he had a blister on his hand issue. He's supposedly fine, ready to go. I'm excited for him. Okay. Big fan. Um, but he's played really, really well since June. Four and one with a one eight zero ERA since June first. Versus White, who's kind of been a little bit declining over his last start or two. So that's that's my thought process going in. You're talking pitchers. I like the Giants as an underdog. Plus so price. just uh, philosophically, when I like a pitching matchup like this, I play. I would play F5. Giants first five. You know that way I'm only betting Rodon. I'm not getting caught up in the Giants bullpen. And I, I really, a lot of my baseball bets are first five wagers because I just, I'm terrified of the bullpens. Like, you just, from night to night, you never know what you're going to get a lot of times. But sometimes you bet on a bullpen, right? Sometimes you do. Um, but in this situation, you're, you're betting the Giants because of Rodon. You're getting a good price because they're playing the Dodgers, who, as you mentioned, were, were, were pretty, you know, playing on a pretty high level, you know, outside of Gonsolin's start, you know, against the Cards. I mean, you know, they they were, had some big comebacks at the end of some games, so... They're probably trying to ride that the momentum. The Giants still won seven of their last nine going into the break, too. Right? They're both and you're getting, playing and well. And you're getting, you know, 35 cent on this. So uh, roll with your squad. I'm out here looking for value. It and is. today's slate isn't exactly my favorite. So I'm actually backing you in this. We're in this together. Yeah, you could get the Giants and Yankees at plus money today. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Get you a win. Got to find that value where you can, right? Absolutely. I'm rolling with. That'll be fun. And like some of these things, if you get in on early, you never know where the lines are going to change by the end of the day. That, like I said, is a 7 p.m. Pacific time first pitch. So um, who knows where the steam's going to come in throughout the course of the day. Um, who are some teams, as you look ahead in the Major League Baseball season, that you you are interested in in backing potentially? Well, I made the plays on the Padres. Right. Um, and I think I'm going to, and I I kind of was torn because they're both National League teams, and I just bet the Padres, you know, to win the National League and the World Series. But I think I'm also going to play the Mets and hope that I'm right in one of the two situations just because when the Mets get DeGrom back. I thought you were about to say when the Mets get Juan Soto. Well, I just don't <laughs> think, I, I would love for that to happen, you know, because I, I think baseball is better when the Mets are involved. I just don't know if the Nationals would trade him in division. No, I agree with you, and you that's know? what we mentioned yesterday. That'll be an interesting thing to talk with Ed Wade about. Like, well, let's get take us into the mindset of a manager right now. Teams in division, how do you feel about it? What's your thought process in general? Your young, shining star talent doesn't want to sign the long-term contract. You're offering him all this money. doesn't want it. doesn't want to be a part of the rebuild. I'll tell you something interesting, Stormy. I was, you know, doing some research last night, and – I don't know that him getting traded is def- is, is definitely happening mm-hmm. because of the two arbitration years that the, the Nationals will be able to to get after this and because of what I heard they're asking. I heard they're asking for, like, guys that are in the bigs that are ready to play now and a bunch of up, like, high-tier prospects, and they want somebody to take the probably the worst starting pitcher in baseball outside of the other guy on his staff, Jordan Don. They want somebody to take Patrick Corbin in that contract <laughs> in this trade as well, so... Soto might not be getting moved. Mm, we'll see how that all plays out. Remember, everybody, the VEASAN Summer Special is here for just $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July. It's coming up quick, so sign up today so you get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB insights, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, so much more. Just $19, VEASAN.com slash summer now through July 31st. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. Their city cast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Stormy Bonantoni and Sean King live with you at Circa Resort and Casino. And. Every day, we're going to get into a different position grouping as Madden continues to release their ratings. Hopefully, Sean, you 
start to slowly get more on board with the process. We're working at it. Today we're doing running backs. Okay. All right. So something that caught me very off guard right away as I'm looking at this list here. Jonathan Taylor, fourth in Madden's ratings. At running back? At running back. No. Yes. No way. Behind Derrick Henry, behind Christian McCaffrey, Uh, and behind Nick Chubb. That's why Madden is bogus. (laughs) I'm being honest. Like confirming. The ratings on Madden are bogus. Like, McCaffrey has, no offense to Christian, but I'm just saying, like, in the last three years, I mean, what does he have, 50 carries maybe totally? And you're coming off with Jonathan Taylor, what he did last year? Like, it's ridiculous. Last year, JT, uh, Just a second year in the league. It was him who led the NFL in rush yards. It was him who led the NFL in rushing touchdowns, all of which categories that he is favored to do again. And so odds maker is giving him more respect than Madden clearly here. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm over the Madden stuff. So I'm not like we're not here. We're a betting show. We're not here to debate whether or not Madden is good at their ratings or whether or not Jonathan Taylor is better than Derrick Henry in general. But I'm looking at the numbers specifically here as we look at their props. Jonathan Taylor's rushing yards prop is 100 more than Derrick Henry's. That makes sense because Henry's kind of gotten banged up at some point. Like a guy that has the volume of carries that Derrick Henry's had over the last four, five years, like when the end comes, I think it comes abruptly. Yeah. Whereas Jonathan Taylor is younger, fresher. You know, Matt Ryan, you know, has to make that running game even better just because of his experience, you know, getting them into better runs than the one call, you know, getting them into passes when the box is overloaded, so making people uneasy with being super aggressive, putting people close to the line of scrimmage. You know, I can see Jonathan Taylor having a better year this year than he did last year. I think so, too. I think he's just going to build upon everything that he did last year. It was a breakout season, but you saw how much the team relied on him, how he was able to live up to all of those situations that he was needed. Um, Derrick Henry, of course, was phenomenal before he got hurt to start last season. It was well over 100 yards per game. I think it was in the 137-ish range per game uh, on pace for 2,000 yards before the injury. So he's the favorite um, for comeback player of the year, which we talked about yesterday, four to one. Rushing yards prop, 1350 and a half. Touchdowns, 13 and a half. Um, I just, I worry about whether or not we can trust him to stay healthy and not have those limitations coming back from an injury like that when it is your foot. And that's a little bit important for a running back. So I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Uh, about and also yet. the AJ Brown effect, like, AJ not only was a, a a legit elite threat catching the ball, but he's also a physical presence, you know, from a run blocking standpoint. You know, being able to go in and and dig safeties out of the box and you know add another hat, you know, to to protect Derrick Henry in some of those runs. So you know, this will be an interesting year for Tennessee. I was looking up, uh, you know, he's kind of had this ascension, uh, basically eleven hundred yards and eighteen. Talking about Tennessee running back Derrick Henry. Uh, 1,500 yards in 19, culminated with a 2,000-yard season in 20. I don't know. I don't know. I've just been, I've well, been, I've been around it a long time. When the end comes for these guys that have all of these carries, I mean, he had two years back-to-back with over 300 carries. Pushing 400 in the year he went for 2,000, which was 20. I just, 
think that there, if we, if we can get 14 games from Derrick Henry this year, okay, it's worth the overs. Yeah. You know, you don't necessarily need a full season from him if he continues to produce at his normal pace. He had 10 touchdowns and missed nine games last season. This is true. His props 13 and a half. So I'm, I'm hesitant, but I don't need a full season from Derrick Henry. I just need him to pop off. <laughs> yeah, and he's gone over the 13 and a half touchdowns in three of the last, well, well, two of the last three years, and in 18, he had 12. So, yeah. I mean, he, he's always around that mark, which means they give him the ball in the red zone mm-hmm. in short yardage goal line situation. So you're probably going to get an extra two or three there. So names that didn't make this list that I also think could be a little bit intriguing for touchdowns, uh, James Conner, 14-1 to to have the most touchdowns, and Patriots' Damien Harris, 16-1. to They both had the second most rushing touchdowns last year with 15 behind Jonathan Taylor, who had 18 because they were those red zone goal line nightmares for teams throughout the course of the year, like situational football, they were getting in the end zone. So that's, that's something that like from a rating standpoint, maybe doesn't matter as much, but from a dollars and cents standpoint, I think there's a little bit of potential if they continue to be used that way. Like Damian Harris now in that role with the Patriots being that number one guy, he kind of sneakily averaged more than four and a half yards per carry. Maybe. Yeah, a lot of people hire him in fantasy football. and uh, Yeah, I think he could be a fantasy sleeper. You have to think with Matt Patricia calling the plays in New England, I still don't understand how this all came about, that a guy <laughs> that's been on defense his whole life all of a sudden. Didn't he start offensive on the offensive side of the ball, yeah, though? Yeah, I think back in Little League. Back when he was a GA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, they're gonna, you would have to presume they're going to be heavy run-centric. Maybe not to the point they were in Buffalo late in the year. You know, when they had, like, uh, when they ran the ball almost every play. But, I mean, Damian Harris is a guy. I I like him. I think he's going to put up big numbers this year. You know, uh, they didn't really do anything at receiver. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is, it's a a team that their game is predicated on the run. So, let's do it. Let's do it. Damian Harris, get in the end zone, buddy boy. I I like like it. I really do think he could be a sleeper. And you also have to think Nick Chubb's going to have a big year, too. Especially if Deshaun Watson's not available. And Jacoby Brissett, they're going to be extra run heavy. So, you know, I like Chubb and, and his overs as well. So, Saquon Barkley, his rating for Madden was an 86. Highest overall player on the Giants roster to have a number released on them to this point. But he's obviously far from the superstar X-Factor player that we've known in years past. Um, just what's your general outlook on Saquon coming into this season? Is is he a guy you think could have a bounce back type of a year? Yeah, he could because the talent's there. It's just the health. You know, multiple injuries, you know. The running back position so so hard yeah. on your body. And, you know, I'd like to see him and see does he look fresh. You know, so he's probably a guy I would wait on. You know, the problem is he probably won't play in the preseason, you know, because of the injury history. But, you know, I'd probably, if I was interested in Saquon, I'd even try and, and really, you know, get some, some training camp footage or, or really call – you know, the guys that cover or the or the, the people that cover the Giants to try and find what does he look like. Like compare and contrast when he came out of Penn State, like from change of direction, explosiveness, you know, does he look like he's fully healthy? Because he is an immensely talented guy. The one person that probably won't get a lot of love that I think is going to have a big year is Josh Jacobs, the Raiders, because he's in a contract year. Team decided not to do the extension, so he's in the last year of a deal. Josh McDaniels is coming from a situation in New England where Damian Harris and that run game were a big part of their success. So 
I could really see Josh getting an opportunity, you know, to put up, you know, his career best numbers this year. I don't know. The numbers you're looking at on your screen are most rush yards, most rushing touchdowns, offensive player of the year. I don't think that I would put my money on no, those categories. But, but his but, like individual. Yeah, if yeah. you want to target some of his overs, 750 and a half yards is his rushing total this year. Seven and a half touchdowns. He had nine last year. Yeah. I think those are very doable numbers. I definitely think, think he's a, a thousand season. yard rusher, double digit touchdown guy. Yes. Awesome. See, that's that's the insight we need, yeah. here, my man. Well, and. Their offense is going to be exciting. Right. This year. Darren Waller, who's basically in a contract year, he wants an extension. You know, he wants to be paid. I think right now his yearly average has him 17th amongst tight ends. You just got Devontae Adams, who's out to prove that he's worth. Hunter Renfro. And then Hunter Renfro sitting there. So yeah. people got a lot of other things to focus on. And then Josh Jacobs, I mean, he wants to have a big year. So hopefully he can go and get a second, you know, big deal. I'm curious how the Raiders are going to perform this year. They obviously exceeded so many expectations last year with everything that happened with their head coach, with Henry Ruggs, the list goes on and on. Um, Made it to the playoffs with an interim head coach, something that just doesn't happen. And now you have kind of expectations with Derek Carr, supposed to be healthy, offensive player of the year type of a candidate player with his favorite target from college back on the roster. I hope they're good. I think they're in a sweet spot. Reason for excitement. Talented and feeling underappreciated is generally a good combination. Absolutely. This first hour of Follow the Money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250MATCH. Must be 21 or older. Offer not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. When we come back here on the program, we're going to turn the page back to Major League Baseball in Hour 2. Ed Wade, former Astros and Phillies GM, going to join the show. We'll get our Juan Soto questions answered coming up. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or old sportsbook. Must be 21 or old sportsbook. Must be 21 or old sportsbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.